Hey ladies, you know what time it is. It's breakthrough time and I am here to bring you messages of personal stories, exclusive one-on-one interviews with industry professionals, female leaders, entrepreneurs. If you're ready to break through every obstacle, overcome self-doubt, increase confidence, develop a positive mindset, hit subscribe and let's break through together. Welcome to this week's episode. This interview is a little bit different than normal. Alicia Darby, the founder of Win A Pageant, she hosted a virtual pageant summit back in April, and she asked me to share a few of my mindset tips with her 900 plus attendees. And so I wanted to share this interview with you today to help you with your mindset techniques as we all go through this challenging time in today's world. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm so excited to introduce to you today the beautiful Tori Cruz. Tori, welcome to the Virtual Pageant Summit. Hello, hello. How is everyone today? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so honored that you chose me as the mindset coach for this virtual summit. Um, First off, can we just give Alicia a round of applause for literally like throw the hearts up because she has done incredible this week, you guys. Like it takes so much work to put one of these on and I don't think any of us realize how much work it takes, but you've just done an incredible job. And I just want to, first of all, thank you. And you know, on behalf of everybody listening, I know they've gotten so much out of it too. So thank thank you you so much for what you've been doing. Tori, thank you, thank you, thank you for recognizing (laughs) that and for seeing that. I so appreciate you. And you are the best person to talk about this mindset, especially to this pageant audience because you have had to overcome a lot in pageantry. On Wednesday night in our recap, (laughs) we talked about the three things that are difficult to overcome. The first being a um, bad decision, when we make a bad decision. The second being a betrayal, when someone betrays us. And the third being a loss. And in pageantry, mm. we sometimes lose more than we win, or perhaps before <laughs> we win. And I know like- you've had that experience, yeah. So can you share a little bit about your pageant experience and how you got into doing the mindset work that you're doing today? Yes, absolutely. So gosh, you just you just nailed it right there. I mean, I lost way more than I won. I so just a little backstory. I actually I was an I was an athlete growing up. And so I was playing basketball, volleyball, golf, I was camping, fishing, traveling, doing whatever. And I w- had no clue what pageantry was at all. And so, you know, I got to college and I, you know, I had that competitive nature. And so I got to college and I was like, you know what, I need to do something competitive. Like, I can't just go into school. You know, I was acing all my classes, of course. Of course. But, <laughs> of course. but uh, um, I just need something to do competitive. So I was sitting in my dorm room freshman year, and I remember seeing this ad for Miss USA come up on Facebook. And I was like, Miss USA? Like, these women are goddesses. Like, these are totally out of my reach. Like, I could never go on the Miss USA stage. And, you know, but still I clicked it because I'm like, compete at Miss USA. Like, I wonder what you have to do. So I clicked on it and then I realized that, oh, you have to compete at a state level first (laughs) to win win that to go to nationals. (laughs) So long story short there, I ended up signing. I was going to the University of Iowa at the time and I signed up for Miss Iowa Team USA. Well, I went there. I had no clue what I was doing. These girls were like, they're like, I heard them on the bus on the way to the auditorium and they're like, I've competed. This is my sixth year competing. And I was like, say what? I was like, you're six year competing. Like, are you really like hang it up, hang it up. And I didn't say this to them, but that's what I was thinking in my head. I was so intimidated by them at the time because I was a teen and these were girls in the Miss division. Yeah. 
And then, you know, time went on, and actually I placed semifinalist that first pageant as a team contestant in Iowa. And then my roommate won, though, so that was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. And, <laughs> and then a couple years later, I competed in the Miss Iowa USA, and I aged up. And so when I competed in that, I was semifinalist again. And then I took a couple years off, graduated from college, moved to Missouri for an outside sales position. Hmm. And I was like, you know what? New directors, a new state, I'll give this thing a try again. And I did, and I was hooked. Like, I loved it all of a sudden. I don't know what went off. It was just like, I'm going to win this dang thing. Like, I'm going to Miss USA. I just made this decision. Yep. I'll never forget it was in 2014, and I just made that decision. I was like, I'm going to do this. Wow. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to that Miss USA stage no matter what. Yeah. And I almost aged it out. But yeah. <laughs> I got there. Yep. So I competed four times total in Missouri, and through that whole process, um, that third time I competed, I placed first runner up and that yeah. was probably the hardest thing yeah. to ever go through. Yes, <laughs> I know. It was one of the toughest pills yes. to swallow. I mean, you got so close, you put everything, your heart and soul into it. And then you get first runner up and you're like, how do I do better yeah. next year? You know, like I, I did everything I could do. I don't know how to get that one step further. I felt like I was already there. And at that time, I wasn't very happy in my outside sales position. And it just was, I was selling commercial flooring for all of you who wanted to know what kind of sales I was doing. Extremely glamorous, yeah. ladies, extremely glamorous. Yeah. And I decided um, I actually wanted to be a freelance, or I wanted to be a sports reporter. I wanted to be the next Aaron Andrews. So at that time, when I placed first runner up, I was like, you know what? I have stayed in this, this career, the sales position only because I wanted to compete in Missouri. Like I only, I wanted to win this thing. I told myself I was going to, and I'm going to do it. And then when I placed first runner up, something hit me and I was like, I haven't stepped outside of my comfort zone one time in these three years that I've been in Missouri. And then I, and then I thought I was like, I'm going to Los Angeles. I can make this work. I'm still going to have my Missouri. I'm going to go Airbnb hop in LA for seven months before my pageant and just dive into the sports industry. I I ended up doing it and I literally had three Airbnbs in a matter of seven months um, throughout the whole city. And I prepped for Miss Missouri. I was modeling full-time with an agency out there in Los Angeles. And I, um, yeah, I developed my own brand for sports reporting and ended up being a freelance sports reporter. And then I just, I got so far out of my comfort zone when I went out there and networked my tail off and I got to Fox Sports and that was an awesome, awesome uh, experience in itself. But then pageant time came around and I went back home to Missouri and I competed and I took all that knowledge that I just had learned, just stepping so far out of my comfort zone, getting so uncomfortable and making these new connections. I used all of that and I put it into the pageant and uh, throughout all of these years, it was eight years total before I finally won. And in that eight years, I had hired 13 coaches, 13 wow. for, That's for awesome. pageant coaching, you know, like the runway, the interview, all of that yep. and hair and makeup, obviously. Yep. But then I ended up hiring coaches for my mindset and for my confidence. Mm. And that is what changed the game for me. And the second that I started focusing on my mindset and my confidence was the year that I won. Wow. And so now after that, you know, and I was Miss Missouri USA 2018. Once I won, um, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own company after Miss USA. And I want to be that coach and I want to be that mentor for you guys now to get your mindset to that next level where you're not only just doing this to win a pageant, like you're doing it for so much more, like a greater purpose in life 
So I use Miss USA for a stepping stone to create my business and become an entrepreneur. Oh, I love it. Wow. This this story is just pulling in so many concepts of what truly separates somebody as a winner. Like you said, going all in, like kind of like burning the boats. Like I'm there's no going back to that old me, you know, like I'm burning the ships and I'm headed straight to all exactly. the things I want. And you went seriously all in. Like you're like, I'm moving to LA. <laughs> I'm going to hire a gazillion coaches. I'm going to do the exact thing that I want to be doing. You know, it's awesome that you were able to do that and look where it brought you now today, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Right. It, it's uh. absolutely insane. It's such a blessing too, that I found my calling at such a young age. And yeah. a lot of you listening, you know, you could find your calling at such a young age too, just because you're in pageantry, yeah. you have such an advantage because you're learning these interview skills. You're learning, you know, runway skills, which seems kind of funny, but that's developing your confidence. Yes. I mean, if you can get on a runway and walk in front of hundreds of people, uh, you can walk into any room and own that room. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I love this. I'm just going to check in with our audience here because they are loving you. Um, Hallie says, love your shirt, Tori. <laughs> Angelica says, oh, I love it. Angelica says, yes, the shirt is awesome. I like that. <laughs> Mallory says, wow, sports journalism is such an awesome industry. Yes, yes, yes. They're loving you. Um, oh, the t-shirt they love. Melanie says, wow, wow, wow. Um, hi from Missouri. Jo Jordan Smith says, hi from Missouri. Ah, love you, Tori. Hi, <laughs> I love Missouri. <laughs> Sashki says, totally agree with you, Tori. Amanda says, thank you so much for being here. Angelica says, preach, girl. <laughs> okay. It hasn't even begun, girlfriend. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. Well, ladies, Tori has an awesome presentation for you today, and she created for you a guide so that you can follow along with the concepts that she's teaching you today. So to get that guide, I'm going to put up a slide. So screenshot this slide, but you are going to text the word unstoppable to 66866. Okay, so text that word unstoppable to 66866. Okay, that is going to redirect you to the guide. So you'll be able to get that guide and then uh, follow along with today's presentation. You can go there and get it now so that you're ready for uh, the prezo. So cool. Without further ado, Tori, take it away. Go ahead and lead All us right. in. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, um, if you do want to text unstoppable to 66866. I highly recommend it. You can follow along. It's a downloadable PDF. Um, you can either fill it out or you can wait, you know, till the end and fill it out. But I highly recommend you, you know, get a pen and paper, grab some notes because I have some some content for you guys that I really want you to take away and hopefully, you know, make you win your next pageant. So I first want to say thank you for being here because you guys right now, the ones who are here are the ones you're going to be successful. You're the ones, this is what separates the success from the unsuccess. The unsuccessful are the ones who show up, who, who commit to something and you decide that you want to win and you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. So um, I, I love talking to pageant girls because you're so, I know how much hard work it takes to do what you're doing and I don't you know underestimate what you ladies are doing you're rock stars and I'm just so so happy to be here with you all today so I have three steps that I do in my one-on-one -on -one coaching and my group coaching and I'm gonna share those with you today to help you get to that next level of mindset and and to win so and not only in your pageant but to win at life too so three steps and that's clarity confidence and consistency 
So if you could write those down, clarity, confidence, and consistency. And oh, my number screwed up. My finger screwed up. There, I got four, three, whatever. You know, quarantine mode. So clarity, number one. So when when we're going after something, right? So whenever I was competing in pageants, I needed a clear, a clear, concise plan of where I was going. So I had to make sure that my goals were all in place. And one big thing that I love to look at, you know, it's still it's I guess beginning of you know April, so Q2 I say in business terms I guess, but but it's Q2, so we still have three more. We have a majority of 2020 left, even though we're in this odd circumstance right now with quarantine. It's still okay, guys. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna make it. But have goals for 2020 still. You can you can still have massive audacious goals. So one goal, um, or you need to have three massive goals. So write down right now on your piece of paper, what are three audacious goals that you have for 2020? Because you need to set these massive goals outside of pageantry too. If That's okay if you say you want to win your pageant. That's awesome. That should be on there, number one for sure. But you also need to have two more big goals. And once you think you have a big goal, go one step further and think a little further. And once you have that goal, go one step further. Make your goal so dang big that it scares the crap out of you. That's what I did. And it's fun. I mean, just like moving to LA for me, you know, that scared the crap out of me. I had no clue. I'm a small town girl from Iowa originally. And then I moved to Missouri and I had, it scared me. I was stepping outside my comfort zone, but make a goal so big that it makes you uncomfortable. Got it. Awesome. So three big goals. That's step one. And then if you want to go a little bit further, you can on that PDF that I sent you guys, your, your free gift there. I just put three audacious goals and those are your yearly goals. If you want to be an overachiever, I'm all for it and go one step further and break it down into, you know, the last three months, the last 90 days of the year, you know, Q3, those 90 days, Q2, those 90 days, obviously the first 90 days are already done. So, um, break it down into quarterly goals and then go even further, even further, break them down into monthly goals. Um, and then go even further weekly and then hourly. I mean, that's getting really intense right there. But but you can do it if you want. And it really, the more specific that you get, the better it is, the more clear vision you have for yourself. So number one was clarity. Next step is confidence. We all want confidence, right? Like every single one of us. And, you know, some of you may look at me now and think, wow, she's so confident. She has such a positive mindset. Did you hear me how many coaches I've had? That was just in pageantry. I've had 22 coaches. I am not exaggerating. I have hired 22 coaches in the last 10 years. This didn't come overnight. I had to invest in myself. I had to invest in my goals. I didn't invest in my mindset and my confidence if I wanted to get to the level that I'm at today. And then, you know, even further someday. So confidence. So you have your three goals, right? We're going to develop your why statement for these three goals. But first, I want to get you in the in the feeling mode, right? Like you got to feel these, these goals so deep. So take, take the pageant, for instance, since, since we're all pageant girls here, take that first big goal of pageantry, you know, whatever pageant it is that you're competing for that you want to win, take that first goal and make a, make a column and put down feelings. What kind of feelings do you, will you have when you win that pageant? What kind of feelings are you going to feel accomplished? Are you going to feel happy? Are you going to feel proud? 
Um, what other feelings? Just write down all the feelings, make a huge list of all the feelings and genuinely like sit there and feel it in your heart and your soul. Those feelings like picture yourself winning and oh my gosh, like your family, your friends are going to be so proud of you. Like think of the impact that you're going to make on the lives of other people. Like that in itself is just everything to me, but put down all those feelings. All right. Are you jotting down notes like crazy? Hopefully. Okay, so feelings. And then I also want you to write down the rewards and the benefits. The rewards and the benefits that you're going to get once you win this pageant. And by the way, I want you to do this for every single goal. I know I'm only talking about this one with pageantry, but I want you to go ahead and, you know, after this live is over, I want you to go one step further, two step further, and actually do it for your um, second and your third goal too. So rewards and benefits. Back to that. So benefits, what kind of benefit are you going to get once you accomplish this big goal? So for pageantry, you know, it, it needs to be so much larger than yourself. Like pageantry is just a stepping stone. You know, if some of you girls are making it your world right now, I'm going to tell you right now, don't. Because you do this for a stepping stone to something bigger in life. For me, my, my purpose was I wanted to use this as a stepping stone to help people like you and help ladies like you develop the confidence and the mindset. So now that's what I'm doing. But make it, it doesn't have to be that. Whatever it is, make it a stepping stone. Maybe it's going to help you in your future career. Maybe you do want to go into you know news or broadcasting or um, speaking or coaching or those are just examples. There's a million different things that you could do. But what are some benefits past pageantry that this is going to give you. Will it look awesome on your resume, even if you want to go be a doctor because it shows discipline, you know, something that has nothing to do with being a doctor, but maybe you want to be a lawyer, something like that. You have awesome interview skills. I mean, you can, you can battle it out if you're a lawyer, right? Like, you know, the things to say after pageantry, you do enough training. And so I would write down all the benefits that you'll get by completing this goal by accomplishing this goal. And then I want you to set a date. So this is a yearly goal, you know, or wherever your pageant stands, but I want you to set a specific date, get specific on, on when you want to accomplish each goal by. It's extremely, extremely important. So we have your, this is confidence section. So feelings, I want you to feel it. Like you got to feel it in your core, the feelings that you're going to get when you win, because that's what's going to make you on those days where you don't want to go to the gym. That's what's going to make you get your butt up, go to the gym, or in this case, maybe your home workout or outside in your backyard or go for a walk or run or whatever it is. But those are the days when you have those feelings inside of you. Think of that. Think of that, you know, when you want to eat that ice cream instead of the broccoli right now, because your pageant could be, you have no clue when actually, right? Like nobody does, but you got to stay on track. And so when you want to eat the ice cream and you know you should be eating the broccoli, you know, or the green juice. Um, just, just think of those feelings and think of all of the benefits that you're going to get because you stayed so disciplined during this time when a lot of people aren't like you, this is your chance to get ahead during this quarantine, this, this lockdown time, because you guys can do everything right, right now. And you're going to get to your pageant and you're going to be a rock star and you're going to be killing it. So feelings, benefits, and then set an exact date of when you want to accomplish this goal by. Another thing along the lines of confidence is your why statement. So 
now that you have the feelings, now that you have the rewards and the benefits, you have your date, why are you doing this? You see the, the, the rewards and the benefits, right? You see that in that column. So why, why are you doing this? Make this why so much bigger. I can't even emphasize enough, like so much bigger than yourself. It needs to be, you know, like for me, I want to impact millions of lives worldwide. And I knew that if I got to that Miss USA stage, it would give me credibility and it would give me, me an access to a whole nother group of people and a whole nother group of women that I could help empower and just ride along this journey with. And so make something, some, maybe it's for your family. Maybe you just want to make your family so proud. Maybe nobody's even done this in your family before. It gives me the, the goosebumps actually just saying that. But, but maybe no one in your family's ever accomplished something so large like this before. And you want to be that leader. You want to do this for your family. That is a big enough reason right there. Um, if you want to do it for your health, maybe you want to become healthier. You want to become more fit. Think of all those reasons, those deep, deep reasons why you want to compete in a pageant. Maybe you want a job and you know that if you compete in a pageant, you're going to gain the confidence, the mindset to walk into no, any interview room and you're going to kill it and you're going to get that job. So whatever that why statement is, make that why statement for each goal. If you've downloaded that sheet, you see right there on the sheet, I have goal number one, two, three, put your why statement right there. And that is what gives you confidence in, in this goal is that you got the feeling you have the reward and then you have your big, big, huge why that's so much bigger than you even thought. You're like, oh, my why? I just want to compete in a pageant. I just want to win, be competitive. That's how I started out, but that's not how I ended at all. And I wasn't even doing that well in the pageant when oh, my only reason was I wanted to, to win, like just win. I just wanted to win. And you're not going to get there if that's your only reasoning. So make that why statement so, so, so powerful. And when you hit that goal, you will feel so empowered when you reach it. All right. So we have clarity. We have confidence. And then the last one is consistency. It is so huge to be consistent. I can't tell you enough how important it is to live the lifestyle that you're living during pageant season. Like, like walk the walk because I, I feel like I was almost living two lives for, I would say about four years before I really got serious. I feel like I was living two lives because in the off season of pageantry, I would go out with my friends. I would do all these things. And then it would be like two months before pageant time. And I was like, uh, oh my gosh, I better not go out and have a drink with my friends. I better start eating chicken and broccoli and I better start reading a bunch of books and I better crack down on my runway coaching, my mindset coaching, everything. And so, um, and you know, if you're in college, that's pretty much the, the demographic that I'm talking about because that's when it was really, you know, hitting me in post-college. And I was, I feel like I was living two lives because I just cracked down at the end and then I finally woke up and I was like, uh, this is not going to work. Like I am never going to win if I am Tory over here and then I'm pageant Tory. And my life, my life was just not aligning. It was two different people. And number one, that was exhausting. And number two, once I discovered that I wanted to do something so much larger than just win, it was like, I'm going to, I got to walk my walk, you know, can't just talk the talk right now. Like you got to walk the walk and actually follow through. 
and, and be this person all year long. Because if you're faking it now, or if you're just doing this little prep over here now, think about faking it for a whole year when you win, like talk about exhausting and mentally draining. And so it's just one of those things that consistency and making everything a lifestyle is huge. But there's certain things that I like to help you with that will totally keep you consistent with keeping your mindset on track and keeping your confidence at an all time high. If you continually do these things and, and you will win if you this is exactly what I did the whole the two years that I really got serious. Um, and I knew I was going to go to Miss USA because I was really darn close to aging out guys. Like I was, I turned 27 at Miss USA and the limit of Miss USA was 28. So, I mean, I was flirting with it. I was like the grandma of the group, you know, cause I always joked when I was there anyways. But so consistency, consistency, consistency. So your daily habits. Um, one thing that I read that really, I would highly recommend for all of you is the secret. I don't know if you've read it or not, but. I listen to the audible because it is a little bit different, the wording and everything. It's, it's not like your typical book, but I read the secret and it's all about the law of attraction for those of you who aren't familiar with it. And I just absolutely loved it. It got my mindset in the right spot. I also read, read uh, wake up happy by Michael Strahan and his book is awesome. Um, so those are a couple of books that really, I started out reading right away. And I also started writing down gratitudes. So that's one thing that I really want to talk to you guys about right now is you have to get your mind in a state of gratitude every single day, every single day. And first thing when you wake up, put your feet on the ground and say thank you and go through your head and just say thank you and just count your blessings. And I was actually doing a YouTube interview yesterday for my channel and and my guest, he was like, I wake up and He's like, I, I thank God for my arms, my legs, my brain, you know, my voice because we speak. And it was just like, it was really cool. And it, it totally, that's exactly what I've done. I, I put my feet on the ground. I first thing I say in the morning is thank you. And then every single step I say, thank you, thank you, thank you until I forget. <laughs> but, but then I, you know, go make my morning coffee and then I sit down and I write down my gratitudes. And right now more than ever, ladies, Gratitude is so huge because we have a lot of these negative um, external sources, you know, the news that's coming at us. And yes, it is extremely important to know what's going on right now, but watch it only for a limited time because you need, you need to have positive external sources coming in your ears at all times. So um, back to gratitude, write down, I normally write down five gratitudes a day, but during these times, and I may just continue, I write down 10. I mean, double up, write as many, write as many as you want, but I right now am writing 10 gratitudes a day. If you want to do five in the morning, five at night, like that's kind of a fun way to do it too. Me at nighttime, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm ready to go to sleep. So I just double down in the morning and it really gets your, your mindset in the right spot. And you don't have to make them like, I'm grateful for my car. Well, I guess we can't really go too far right now, but make it small things like you're grateful for running water, like you're grateful for coffee or you're grateful for family time. Make it something that it doesn't have to be like you're grateful for this house, you know, or just make it really, really small and intimate gratitudes. Um, and you can throw some larger ones in there too, but I think it's really important just to appreciate the things that like you're grateful for a fork so we can eat food, like little things like that, that just get your mindset in this state of mind. that's just like, wow, 
we are so dang lucky. Like we're so lucky with all this going on right now. We are still blessed with an abundance. So get your mindset right with gratitudes. Also after gratitudes, I do what I call, I am what I am statements. And I write down 10 of them and they are my goals. So I write down my 10 goals as if they have already happened. And now you may be kind of confused because I just said three goals, but you know, at the very beginning with, uh, with clarity, but Um, but obviously we all have way more goals than just three. And these can be your quarterly or monthly goals too, that you, that you throw in here with your, I am what I am statements. But for instance, I put, I am nominated for Forbes 30 under 30, or I am the founder of a children's foundation, or I am married to my dream husband. I mean, can I get an amen right there? Like, come on ladies. Like we all want to be married to our dream husband. But, but that's just a little side note off of pageantry. So, so I do that, but you know, for instance, you guys want to win a pageant. So, but I am the, you know, like for me, I wrote down, this is actually kind of funny. I went back in one of my journals from like back in 2015 and all I had were pages that said, I am Miss Missouri USA 2015. And then I'd autograph it, Tori Cruz. I did that. For tw- I was Miss Missouri in my head. I was Miss Missouri 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. <laughs> Swear to God. And I have pages every single day. I would I would probably write it, I would say, 100 times. I didn't keep keep count, but I'd probably write it 100 times. I'd write down Miss Missouri, USA, 2018, Tory Cruz. And I just ingrained this in my head. So by the time I won, I was like, Oh yeah. I was signing contracts and I was like, Oh yeah, I wrote this for like four years now, you know, or three years. And so it was, it's, but it has power. When you write something down, you literally are manifesting your dreams. So I want you guys to write down every single day, 10 times a day. I want you to write down your dreams as if they've already happened. They could be 10 years, 15 years from now. Even I want you to write them down as if they already have happened. So Definitely don't forget your pageant one. That's like number one on the list. Be like, I am, and then whatever your title is that you want to get. So, um, so that is the I am's. And then also exercising. Once just move your body, be consistent with exercising. I don't care if it's just 30 minutes a day. Maybe you go for a 30 minute walk. You know, maybe you go for a 30 minute jog or do jumping jacks for 30 minutes and then do a couple planks. And I'm like, I don't care what it is. Just do something that is moving your body. And I'm sure for those of you who like work out and then take a few days off, like you, you see that when you don't work out, your mindset is not as sharp. You're not as confident in yourself. But like when you're confident in your body, because you're like, dang, you look in the mirror, like I'm looking good today. Your confidence automatically goes up. And that's part of the winning mindset. You guys, it's like when your confidence goes up, like you are going to win, you're going to win the day, first of all, and then you're going to win the steps leading to the pageant. Then you're going to win that dang crown. So you need to exercise, move your body, just get out there and, and, and do it. So also food nourishment, food is a good thing. I, I can't stress enough. You guys need to eat and you just need to eat things that bless your body and fuel your body. Think of, think of food. I had to think of it, you know, when I was in pageantry, I had to think of it as fuel. Now I just, I know what to do and what to eat. But then when I was kind of learning the techniques, um, I had to look at it as fuel. When I ate something, I was like, Oh, is this pretzel going to like fuel my body or is it going to make me more sluggish? 
And we all know it tastes pretty darn good, especially like Annie Ann's, but we can't get that right now. But like that tastes pretty darn good, but it doesn't make us feel good like 10 minutes later. Same thing with, you know, any fried foods or anything. But I highly recommend when you, if you're still, you know, I'm not a nutritionist or a health expert by any means, but if you're still in that process where you're learning nutrition, just uh, just kind of a con- use your common sense a little bit. Like when you go to grab something out of the fridge or the pantry, say, is this going to bless my body or is this going to harm my body? Because it's pretty easy to figure out. We all have a pretty good sense. Even if don't go with what you want, what you're craving, go with what is going to bless your body. Because like I said before, unfortunately, we have no clue when your pageants are and you got to be in shape. You got to be ready and on top of it. And you know, like, like I said before, like if you are wanting that, you know, fried food or whatever it is at this point, because we're just kind of, you know, we're in quarantine. It's just like, well, I kind of want to eat something crappy for me. No, like go back to those feelings and go back to those benefits and the rewards in that confidence section and think to yourself in your why statement and just think to yourself like, heck no, what a Miss USA, what a Miss Universe, what a Miss World, what you know, even Miss America, would anybody would they be eating this right now? Heck no, because Miss USA would be training for Miss Universe because she doesn't know what Miss Universe is. So you got to think. I never, ever, ever thought of myself as a state title holder. I always thought of myself as a national title holder. And cool, would have been awesome to go to Miss Universe, but I thought you know, one step at a time here. But (laughs) but I always, you will never hear. If you ask any of my family or friends, you would have never, ever heard me say, well, if I win this, and that's another thing I want to say with consistency, don't say, well, if I win this, you know what, if they think you're too, too confident or arrogant by saying that, by saying, you know, no, I will be, then you know what, your true family and friends will understand because they're behind you 100%. And if you ask any of my friends and family, I always said, when I miss USA, granted, I didn't win Miss USA, but you know what? It got me to that stage and it got me to win even Miss Missouri USA. And so that's so important. It's just to speak it into existence because if you're saying, if I win, um, it, it's just already doubting yourself. It's, it's a doubt. So why don't you just say, when I win? And say it humbly. You don't have to say it, you know, with, you know, cockiness or whatever. Just say it very humbly if you talk about it. I'm just saying you got to speak positive about yourself. Neg- never talk negative to yourself either. Never, ever, ever. If you want to say something, just keep it in your head because do not speak anything out loud that is going to harm you or your mind or degrade. You know, don't ever say, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this runaway walk. Like, oh my gosh, I can't get, you know, I know Lucero was on here yesterday and she's awesome. I actually worked with her quite a bit and, you know, her, her spins or I don't know exactly if she taught all of those like turns and everything yesterday, but her, she's, she's a master and some of her things are really challenging. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I got discouraged sometimes. I was just like, oh, dang it. I can't get this one thing. And I get it. You guys, I've been there. But just don't, I didn't say it out loud though. I didn't let anybody believe that I wasn't confident in what I was doing because I never talked down on myself. And I actually learned that through The Secret too. So I highly recommend that book. But just positive self-talk. Never say anything negative about yourself. Um, and so, so yeah, I would say that's pretty much, um, oh, as far as external um, 
external sources coming in. That is something really, really important. I know I touched on that just a little bit before, but podcasts, um, there's so many podcasts out there. Alicia, yours is amazing. Like you're phenomenal. She, gosh, guys, like you're so lucky to have her, but her podcast is amazing. Number one. Um, I would also say, um, my YouTube channel actually. So I, and Alicia's going to be on there as well. I'm so excited, but, um, but my YouTube channel. So I actually interview on my YouTube channel, many different individuals who have been extremely successful in their career and their daily habits and mindset tricks. So I would highly recommend you jump on there. A lot of the girls that I've actually, women that I've interviewed on there come from pageantry because it's such a sisterhood. I mean, sounds cliche, but it's, it's such a sisterhood. It's awesome. It's so cool. And they're doing huge things now and they have really, really good advice for all of you. So I just want to bring that knowledge out of them and bring it to you guys. So I would check that out for sure. Um, I love Rachel Hollis's podcast. She's always super uplifting. Just throwing a couple of my favorite out there um, for you guys to listen to. So uh, Jenna Kutcher, I don't personally listen to many of hers. I had before, and I know a lot of lot of females are really inspired by her. So if you haven't jumped on hers before, I love Trent Shelton. I, I just love it. It's called Straight Up. He is the jam. Like, guys, I love him. He's so awesome. He just shoots it straight, and he has a super strong faith. And I just – I really love the way he goes about mindset and positivity. He's just real and authentic and uh, – and, Straight up, that's what this podcast is. So highly recommend his as well. Uh, but yeah, I think um, external sources. And another thing is I know we can't get out and hang out with friends right now, but when you can, or even you know through text message, through video chat, whatever it is, who you surround yourself with is more important than you know. I know everybody's probably heard the saying already, but you're, you become like the five people that you spend your most time with. And it's so True. It truly, truly is. And I remember when I was in, I was living in St. Louis, I just moved down there and I wasn't that, you know, I didn't really know too many people yet. And I just started, you know, competing in Miss Missouri and I wasn't like really in depth yet. And I had this group of friends and they were great. They're awesome people, but their, their goals weren't where my goals were. They weren't, they weren't aligned. Their decision makings on the weekend, uh, wasn't what, was going to lead me to become Miss Missouri USA. And I hung out with them every single weekend. Like we had a great time, great memories. But then once I decided like, okay, I can't be living these two lives. I decided, you know what? I, I can't, I was put in a really bad situation with that group of friends and I lost friends because I called them up the next next day after, you know, on that Sunday after hanging out with them on Saturday night, and I said, you know what? My goal is to become Miss Missouri USA. And they knew that. And I said, and I was put in a situation that was unsafe and I was unaware of it. And I said, true friends don't do that to true friends. And you know what? I think you're a great person, but our goals and our mission in life right now, especially is not aligning. And I know how bad I want this, that I want to go to Miss USA and compete at Miss USA because it's going to lead me to now being an entrepreneur. But Sometimes my point in telling you this story is sometimes you have to break up with your friends and if they're not on the same level as you, as far as your vision and your goals, and I'm talking about relationships too, if they're not there and I went through it with relationships, let me tell you, that's a whole other podcast, but it's, it's so true. Like you have to align yourself with the right people and have the right people in your circle 
to get to the, the to build an empire. If that's what you want to do is build an empire in Elena Cardone's terms, then you need to surround yourself with a support system that doesn't doubt you, that always supports you, and only speaks positivity into your life and will never, ever, ever put you down for how big your goals and your dreams are. So I encourage all of you right now, maybe you need to go break up with a friend over text or a video chat or something, but, but no, I'm serious. Just surround yourself with awesome people and people who support you and have, you know, very, very high morals, high values and are great influences because you're going to be a leader. You already are a leader and you're going to become even a bigger leader once you hit, you know, the bigger stages. So just, you know, protect yourself, protect your brand, protect your image. So those are the three things that I have for you and clarity, confidence, and consistency. Thanks for listening to It's Breakthrough Time Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends on social media, subscribe, and review on iTunes. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be unstoppable.